right there. It was at our front, and it was literally one of those like she put out the garbage, came and then in. came back in. <laughs> and then I went back. Time up. passed for like two minutes, and then we both went to the door, opened it up. It's sitting right there. But I usually know if someone comes to the door. You can hear it. The, the, that door squeaks. <laughs> But I didn't hear anything. What was your reaction? I was like, wow. so there's a rose here. She <laughs> thought we were going to get murdered. I thought, I thought that it was, it was a love empire. empire. That's what Linda said to you. Linda's like, we're all getting murdered. I was like, oh my god, you yeah. have to be organized. That's where my this. mind would have gone. No, and I was like, do we have admirers? That's when my head immediately went. So it's oh, quiet. Wow. I can show you the office. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, this is... A studio. Is this what you would call it? Your yeah, this space? is where I, I do all my work. I do all my tattooing, all my drawing, and stuff like that in here. Would you want to smoke a joint? Yeah. 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 Okay. This is awesome. yeah. this, this, this will be the spot. This will be the spot for it. This Yeah. This will be where it happens. So, how did the two of you meet? I got a tattoo from right. Yeah. <laughs> and I got a tattoo, and I I had been intentionally waiting for someone who was, who identified as a woman or as gender fluid, someone who was black. I wanted to make sure that when I was gonna finally, cause I'd wanted tattoos since I was small, small, um, allow that energy exchange to happen, it had to be the right person. But it ended up being like the right person. <laughs> <laughs> and also it's a way, yeah, it's a whole next level. And cause it was funny too, cause even as we're sitting there, right, we we're just talking about, we ended up getting into it like just about relationships in general. And so we're there and I'm like looking at her and we're talking about, and I'm like, oh, she's like, yeah, you know, I just sort of want someone that, like, you know, we can get up on a Sunday morning and, like, go get breakfast and, like, mm. want to be together. And I was like, yeah, me too. You know, and I want to like, we want to travel places together. And she's like, yeah, me too. And, like, you know those, like, awkward sounds? <laughs> you're thinking the exact same thing, but you're like, yeah, this is not appropriate. It was a yeah. moment. It was really awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but a good, good yeah. awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would message me because I told Roxanne, who was another yeah. one of your friends. Yeah. I was like, I want to get a tattoo, and she was like, Oh, you gotta go to tea. And I was like, Oh my god, I keep on hearing this tea, this natty. Okay, okay. So I go on the Instagram. I'm like, All right, okay. This is the person I'm gonna do it with. But I still was like punking out because it's like a tattoo. It's your first tattoo. I was punking out, and then I get this text message the next day, like. Hey, it's T, so I hear you want a tattoo. And yeah, because like, oh, my friend. Okay, I guess I gotta do it. She was talking to, gave me the number to text her to make sure she got the tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I actually did, did, did that much. Oh, yeah. What does it say? Can you it just says a bunch of quotes I like. So, uh, I want to be the girl that your parents use as a bad example for a lady. I love it. By Stacey and Chin. That's the Stacey and Chin quote. Um, and then. Um, I've got doing my best to live what I teach. Uh, that's my Angelou. Um, remove the kinks from your hair, not uh, not from your mind. Um, or sorry, remove the kinks from your mind, not from your hair. Uh, Marcus Garvey. Which, now I don't know if I would still put up a quote from him, but I still would. I don't know. Whatever. I have issues. <laughs> love is or it ain't. A thin love ain't love at all. Um, Toni Morrison and... Love makes your soul crawl out from its hiding place. And that's Zora Neale Hurston, she's my favorite author. I love her. Yeah. I made this when I was like really, when I was like a, um, in my poetry life, um, when I was writing a lot. I have like a little kid's book I've like been sitting on for like a year that I'm thinking of putting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Jen Arango, someone who I really um, admire and appreciate. I met her because she's a doula and every time She's a client, and she would get their baby a book as her gift to them at my store where I used to work. 
that's where it tied in as something I was like, this makes sense for me to do is something that I want to publish and put out and put my name behind that I think is needed, especially the subject matter that I'm working with. It's going to be black. It's going to be very queer because yeah, I wish that I'd had that affirmed a little bit more when I was an infant. Try to make it like concise and quick, you know, the way that you do in like slam poetry with the one-two line that'll hit you that comes from that hip-hop roots, but for children. Because we've had so many contemplations on that as adults, and I think that's still necessary, but I just, I want to carve more space for children to like be their full selves and, you know, not feel that they have this prescribed idea of who they're supposed to be until they get 13 or yeah. 14 when they're acting out. Do you plan on having children? Totes. Yeah. 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 Like, yes, but also, like, I'm terrified. <laughs> no, because, like, this is the thing. And it's not even pregnancy and birthing that I'm terrified of. It's, like, raising a whole other human being. Holy fuck. <laughs> I have to be responsible in so many ways for giving them the equipment that they need to be safe. And... Life, especially, I think, for children of queer parents, like, that will be of queer parents, and especially, you know, a parent who sometimes identifies as a woman, but is definitely not femme-presenting, like, that's going to be a rough go, but I also want to encourage them to, like, be who they are. I don't want to tell them they're a girl. I don't want to tell them they're a boy. I don't want to bog them down with, you know, um, feeling like shit about themselves because I accidentally said something or they heard me say something about myself. That's the stuff that scares me about being a parent. Mm. How am I going to affect their understanding of self? This one's just gonna have them looking amazing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we, were actually, we were actually at a friend's baby shower yesterday, and seeing them getting like ready for having their child and all yeah, of that stuff, and true. we literally had come down to the understanding that like your main role is going to you're gonna be the fun parent. Like, I know you're gonna be the one. No. I go, she and I'm like, the opposite of my mind. Mean again, she won't let me again. She and in the mind, I'm the complete opposite. I'm excited to see you. I know, I know. <laughs> You're going to be fucking beautiful yes, in so many ways. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you know, yeah. like, honestly, I mean, obviously, we're queer, right? So there has to be some serious planning ahead of this. Yeah. But I literally want to, like, my idea and thinking of it, I don't know if I should say this so out, but I'm gonna just say it. But um, I want her eggs, and I want like, cause I literally like, I so deeply feel that there needs to be more of you in this world, and so I would love, like, I think that would be awesome. It's so interesting too to like think that I'd be like surrogate, like I'd be like a surrogate to my own kid, but that still is really exciting. So, what kind of kids were the two of you? Would you oh have God. played together in the playground? <laughs> I feel like she would have bullied me in the playground. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you would have been annoyed by me. Like, I think I would have been that one running after you and being like, Thma, Thma, Thma. Yeah, and, and you would have been like, like oh, just alone. go away. Like, there's this girl that won't leave me alone, you know? Like, that's what we would have been if we knew each other as kids. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Because I was full on into my weirdness long before I think you were full on into your like yeah. glorious weirdness. Yeah, I think so. I've just always been a little um, like left of center and sort of unapologetic in it and also terrified of it. Like I, I was one of those that like hopped like scenes and like vibes and like who I was and I would do it like full on. I would change the music I listen to, the clothes I wear. But it always couldn't be something that everyone was doing because it never felt 
bright to me. Um, I was a kid who wore paisley pants that were bright green, yellow, pink, and orange, and everyone was like, that's weird. When I was 10, I got that manic panic and put it on my little short afro that my mom cut, like this small, because I didn't like it being combed. So everyone thought I looked like a boy, and then I had purple hair. Um, I always reached out to the people that were popular because they just made more sense to me. Yeah. And that's literally what it was. You just make more sense to me. Um, you aren't mean. Like, you have no reason to be mean. I don't understand why people are mm. so fucking mean all the time. So <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want to be with you. I want to be with you because you're not mean. Like, you're, I can talk to you. Mm. Um, so yeah, I was an outcasty kid, um, but I've sort By of choice, always been that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, somewhat. Because yeah. I definitely there's a massive part of me that's like, love me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but you two, yeah, you ready? But you two, you. I mean, yeah. I mean, and then I grew up somewhere that's completely different, right? Like I came here when I was thirteen. I I hung out with myself a lot. We had to you had to figure out your own way of playing. If you had no friend, then you better well, you better play with yourself. Mm -hmm. That's just yeah. This is Saint Vincent, and then I grew up my with my great grandma. So I was like, I've always been kind of old <laughs> in my like way that I carry myself and the way I think and stuff is like way. I, like people always like, are you like? I always say like a grand. I'm a You're grand an old person. soul for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, and then I had like not a lot of friends either, but I also didn't like being around people too much. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed being by myself. Still do. About four months ago, I went back after twelve years, and it was very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting, and I mean, the reason I hadn't gone back so that long is because yeah I was like I was scared mm -hmm. I was scared I didn't know like what it was gonna be like when I went mm -hmm. back there um, and it was exactly what I thought it was gonna be I mean from I got to the airport I got a, kept it was like you're a girl you're a girl or boy like mm -hmm. what are you a girl or boy it was like are you a girl or boy and then that's I got that the entire trip from I got there till I left it was like are you a girl or boy why do you have all those on you? Girls, why do you have that on you as a woman? You shouldn't like, tattoos. so many tattoos. Yeah. What are you, a color like? I mean, I get it, are you a girl or boy all the time? And but I, even still? Still, I mean, I get it all the time. It's just something that I always get. It's From, I mean, randomly? Yeah. Or they're not looking at you, they're trying to identify you. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Is this interesting people making kind of random statements on the street? In general? Oh yeah, it happens all the time. Like, especially if we're outside, and because she's outside. also like, obviously more, like them presenting, presenting yeah. and, and I am, it's like it can get a little crazy. Yeah. 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 In, what, in what way? <laughs> like, you know, the comments sometimes like, like like a lot of dudes can be a little bit disrespectful. Yeah. Um, sometimes even people if you're will, together, like walk like right, like they will totally not even consider the possibility that, that this I'm person like whose hand I'm holding yeah. is actually like, my partner. And they will hit on me or they will, you know, um, shit, I remember one time we were out of cold tea, just having a drink. My entire body language is like this. Like, mm -hmm. I'm fit, like my- <laughs> You couldn't be clearer. I couldn't be clearer. My whole body is shifted right towards her. We are in a conversation. And some dude walks up behind me and goes, I'm wearing an open back dress. Oh yeah, oh, I was so annoyed. Right behind me up at my neck. 
yo, you've got a really nice back, eh? And it was an inhale because I knew there was a following comment that was going to come, which we all know where that shit leads. So I just turned around and I was like, actually, I'm not interested in any conversation. I'm very clearly sitting here looking at my girlfriend right now. And so please leave out. And so then he goes, oh, no problem. My apologies. Great. If it had stopped there. And he goes, because, you know, they still just have to pull their dick out and slap you with it one more time. <laughs> they go, it's all good. I'm a lesbian, too. Oh, and my, walks away. yeah. Then that same night, another person came up and was like, hey, like, and starts to talk to me. And I'm like, I'm like, and as it's going, right, you yeah. get more and more frustrated. Yeah. I mean, she gets a lot more, like, the, the sexual stuff, she gets a lot more, whereas... I mostly get, I get a lot of like the angrier stuff. Even though it's also unnecessary, I would like a totally unnecessary action or something to do. I would just like to offset some of that shit sometimes. Have someone stop and be like, oh my god, you guys are so cute. Pride, be free. Like, I'm just, like that's also just as like not necessary as what the other people are doing. But at the same time, I would just not mind yeah, that yeah, to yeah, offset yeah, it. Yeah. So yeah. You know, anyone who hears this podcast, like, <laughs> yeah. if you see us on road, like, just offset that shit or something. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, like, magic together. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, I can't even... Sorry, I'm just like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you are, you are. Yeah, we fight like other partners do. Every fucking relationship does, dating or otherwise, right? We fight. And things get difficult, and we've had hard times and all of it. But like literally, very seriously, it's never been an actual contemplation for me that we're going to break up because of it. Um, I don't walk around in anxiety wondering what you're doing, where you are when you're not here. Um, like there's safety and security um, and also trust. And, and, uh, and I don't think that we, we possess each other. And that's what allows that to make it feel like like magic and what makes it magic that's the alchemy for it <laughs> do, you, do you feel like you also get positive attention um yeah we yeah totally we do. do yeah yeah we totally do usually when it's too. positive it's people are like you're really attractive like when we these are really Africa. attractive couple <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely they would i yeah. would you know because yeah. you you do i mean physically but you have an energy about you exactly when i was 21 um, I went into a tattoo shop and um, I had done a drawing for someone I was uh, seeing at that time and I got asked if I wanted a tattoo apprentice. I was like, uh, let me come back at oh. you with that one because I was like, my mom is gonna freak the <laughs> That's all I was thinking was, I'm gonna get like beat. I'm like, how can I tell my mom I'm gonna be a tattoo artist? Yeah. And I've never also thought of that. When I came on to tattooing it was like whoa okay cool this is weird I've never thought about it always loved it I had like one little tattoo and then I was working at Blue Notes in the stock room and I was like you know what I'm gonna give it a try and then I told him yeah I'll take him up and so I started going and then I just got exposed to a whole different world I got around more artists I got to see all these different things you could do with, with art tattooing has helped me to travel a lot, and so it is like art in general. Um, I've, yeah, I tattooed in Atlanta. I'm going to Chicago in November. I go to New York all the time because um, I lived here for a year, and I have a whole bunch of work there. I have some friends there at Atlanta Gallery, and so I have tons of work in the gallery there, so I have to go back 
all the time just to kind of make sure everything's good. So I usually tattoo when I get out there. Yeah, that's that's the plan. Studio three hundred one, right? That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Studio three hundred one, NYC. Mm. That's the fam. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fam. That's the fam. Um, yeah, but I plan on definitely doing a lot more traveling. I love I love traveling because, like I said, I love taking photos, and so I want to do like travel documentaries. Yeah. yeah, we haven't stopped talking since we the tattooed. We yeah. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. That is the ideal relationship. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but like. I still was like in my head trying to be like, go slow, because like, I had just left something and I was, you know when you make that final decision, you're like, I'm going to be independent and celibate and, da, 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 and I'm going to do this for a year, you know, and then here I have this one texting me and I'm like, a year. <laughs> no, I remember you literally saying that to me, I, I remember having the conversation with you outside the store and I was still working there and I was like, I can't do this because I'm still excising all of the energies. Because <laughs> you have to get that shit out, man. I think it's unfair mm -hmm. um, to put that on someone, especially when you want it to go right, you know? Bad lady. So, you would look to me and I literally never in my life had someone look at me and say, I'm okay to wait. And not that I'd been like asking her to or anything like that. It was just more, like, just the fact that someone was like, I respect your decision enough that, you know, and I, I want to be around enough that, you know, I'm good to wait. Well, that's not what we all want, right? It's just someone who will listen to us and who respects our decisions as independent people because you don't want to get um, lost, I think, in a partnership. And although this is my safe space, 100%, I haven't lost myself in it. I've like I've grown more. I've blossomed more independently. I think, yeah. in many ways. I mean, Crystal Rune Conjure wouldn't happen if it wasn't for you. Crystal Rune um, Conjure. Crystal Rune Conjure. Um, so the incense that you were smelling—that oh. was the Blood Moon one—and then I put camphor in it to clean the air. Um, but uh, I'm starting to actually package a lot of the nice. stuff that I do. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, and put it out there. That's yeah. What did you call it? Um, so the company's called Crystal Root and Conjure. Um, oh, beautiful. It's a apothecary and curious from like the hoodoo um, tradition, the hoodoo practice, which is the actual act of doctoring the root. Um, it's done in hoodoo, Yoruba. Um, and so that's where I draw from. Um, Obia as well too, which is what I was taught. Yeah, it's just like finally allowing myself to say, yeah, like you have something to offer um, that isn't really something you can get on mass in the city, especially from a black woman. And um, I think something that is, is rooted in our history is important to offer each other wherever you come from, right? It's, you should be able to have that. Especially Babette at the Witches Brew has been really helping to feel me do that too and be like, this is what I'm doing. Like, if this is what you want to be doing, like, that's what I'm here for. Like, I'm here to help that happen. I want to go get a palm reading. Yeah. yeah I've have you ever done that before? in a minute. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I yeah. don't know how, I don't know how to. That's another step, I think, in, in divination that I'd like to learn. Um, but, um, that's not something that I've, I've been taught and I haven't done it for a while. My, my aunt and my grandma are both readers. They sometimes use tarot. My grandma taught me tarot. They don't even have to, um, dial in. They don't have to reach out. It's just always coming. And my grandma's always been having people come to her. That 
is what I was taught. But the palm's always been really cool to me. And that definitely comes from hoodoo tradition as well too, so I want to learn that. When you see that it's in your, your physical being, not that things are pre-planned, but like that the universe has always had plans for you, yeah. right? And that, that creates an, an idea of safety, but you have choice, right? Your body changes. Mm. We're shapeshifters. We were talking about that outside, right? <laughs> Things change and you have control over it. It's cool. Mm. Do you think the two of you will ever move outside of Toronto? Yes. yes. Yeah? When? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where's, where's, what's what's yeah. the plan? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 That's so good that you're both on the same page. <laughs> yeah, we are. If you yeah, one yeah. said yes and one Listen, said no. Listen, I have to be on that page, my sister. I have to be on that page if I'm staying here with this one. So where are you moving to? What's ideal? Um, well, we Mexico? No. no. I don't, we're just <laughs> we haven't decided where we want to move yet because we still want to do a lot of traveling yeah, and uh, see what's out there. Actually, but South America has been calling me. Right. I was yeah. going to say, I don't <laughs> see us. Like, even South America, though, I don't necessarily see us like on this continent, my friend. Like, I don't know that I see myself settling there. I've always had a dream of settling in the mother continent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's literally always been my dream. But, I mean, I'm open. Yeah. I definitely I do, however, want to uh, travel through South America. It's been, a, it's been a dream of mine for a while. Um, I want to just go through, and I want to document yeah. everything. I want to do some walls, oh, like yeah. leave my mark. Are you ladies into psychedelics? Like ayahuasca and stuff like that? Yeah, we wanted, to, we wanted to try it. I yeah. want, well, I mean, it's, I think that DMT and ayahuasca um, and perhaps peyote at some point, I think will all be sort of important aspects in my journey yeah. in connecting, right? And um, finding some um, level of ascension to be able to dig deeper because that's what that's for, right? It's it's made to help you dig deeper, but it's about properly preparing my body. And I'm still trying to get myself to a place of self-discipline that, you know, before I do the ayahuasca ceremony, I can fast for two months and, and be willing to put myself through that so that I'm not vomiting the whole time through. That's why you do that because you got to get everything out already. It's a purging and an opening. The spirits want to see you suffer and offer up of yourself for them to fill you, you know? So I I just feel like I gotta wait for that one. But like shrooms yeah, are shrooms. phenomenal. Um, I used to do a lot of acid and I, I realized that um, doing different psychedelics, um, though the, you know, the LSD is men manufactured, it was one of the things that started to allow me to line up some of the things I was instinctually feeling, um, some of the theories I was conceptualizing, but were like going against everything I'd been socialized into, um, and being able to just be like, actually, this all aligns. Um, actually, everything is making sense. Now, when I do shrooms, I literally am just capturing all of the sacred geometry of the earth. Like the mathematics are like out there, they're evident, they're clear. It's not all these actualizations anymore, it's just seeing things as they are and being able to exist in that bliss. Um, last time I did shrooms, yo. I'm so freaking moved. <laughs> I'm like, just feeling your Because the last time I did shrooms in, um, um, fuck, it was at a cottage, my friend's cottage. And she had told us when she's coming down, she's like, my grandfather built this cottage, right? So they were trying to find me almost the whole time we were there. And I was in her grandfather and grandmother's room vibing with them. And it was fucking 
awesome. <laughs> she's actually, and I swear to God, she's actually way more loose than her granddaughter is, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's probably why we ain't friends no more. Um, but like, it was, it was cool, and that's the, and that's, it's always been like that for me. Doing it to get fucked up uh, never made sense, and that's when it became problematic. But I want to respect the medicine before I go there. I have to. I have to respect mm -hmm. the medicine before I go there, I think. Mm -hmm. And I don't um, have the discipline with my body yet. Yeah. I like smoking cigarettes. Like, I love sugar. Holy fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone, brown sugar, uh, caramelize it, cook mm -hmm. it, just give me cooked sugar. Um, but you know what, that's okay, the voodoo queen likes sugar too, we all like sugar, but it's just mm -hmm. I don't know sometimes to tell myself, you actually don't need any more, just for yeah. the sake of being able to say no to myself, not because yeah. I should, but just mm -hmm. because sometimes you gotta say no. I, mm -hmm. I'm an indulger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like pleasure, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. and I are well connected, I need some more Oya in my life, I need some more Shango. When I was younger, it was one of those, like, I remember I used to... I used to fucking walk around and tell people I was Dennis Hoffman reincarnated. Yeah. I used to tell people, I'd be like, no, I'm her. Like, all the time, like, you don't understand. She is me. Um, I've read every biography on her. Oh, wow. Um, I think I liked her freedom. And what I appreciated about her was that she did give credit to a lot of the artists before her that inspired who she was. When a lot of white folk mm -hmm. singers weren't doing that, you know? Yeah. Um, she always gave credit to the people that came before her and that um, is important um, that's so important um, but she definitely yeah is like so elsewhere and then like summertime version oh. of summertime are you fucking kidding me did you dress like Janice Joplin um, when I was 16 I did that yeah. was my phase of like I'm gonna be a hardcore 1960s um, Woodstock hippie. Yeah, <laughs> I went through that phase. Then. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That was right after my like Molly Ringwald backpack eighties phase, and I wore all my mom's clothes from the eighties. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was your mom like Molly Ringwald in the eighties? No, fuck no. <laughs> okay, just checking. In the eighties, my mom was a businesswoman. Like wow. she was a she was in the eighties. She was a nine to five Dolly partner. Yes, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. I said yeah. that yesterday in karaoke. Oh, that's. So I recorded it. It's a great track. I love Dolly Parton. Yeah. She's an amazing songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yes. Don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, no, yeah, totally. That was not my mom. I just, that was oh, still another one of those finding myself things. I was like, which one am I? Now I'm able to be all those parts of myself yeah. without feeling like one negates the other. Were you adopted into a black family, a white family? White family. Okay, how yeah. was that experience? Had that, uh, that's such a like a, a small question for like a you. really big yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I've contemplated my whole life, so yeah. I have a pretty you know concise answer for that one. <laughs> um, at this point, um, I I think that I for a very long time wanted to be my mother, mm. um, and I think I think that every child goes through a phase of wanting to be one of their parents, and. Um, I think we do that our whole lives in some ways. So I really wanted to be my mother. Um, I did fucked up shit, like try to clean myself with bleach when I was small. I did a lot of stuff like that because the visual thing was huge. My father, yeah, my father, my father apparently had a little bit of trouble with with me being because I wasn't supposed to be black either. They were told I was going to be something else, but I popped out That's half very black. Interesting. So it was sort of like something that was thrown upon them that they weren't prepared for either. Um, and, th and this is the thing that I've come to understand. You know, even, even being someone who has been a, an 
you know, activist, and like the very, you know, this is the definition of an activist, as we know, mainstream. Um, <coughs> I don't think that any of their racism was malicious or uh, intended. I don't even think that they realize it. Um, but when you spend so much time trying to get a child that not only looks different from you, but is expressing to you that they are having different experiences than you, and you attempt to uh, make it better by <coughs> saying, we're all the same, not only are you erasing their experience, but you're attempting to absolve um, your guilt in being complicit in it. I love my parents, I love my family, and they love me very much. But I do wish that there had been some ability or attempt to understand privilege before they just said, you know what, we'll take the kid anyways. Because I know that was a contemplation. My mother loves the shit out of me. Yeah. Loves the shit out of me. She does. Yeah. And I love the shit out of her. And I've met my birth family recently, right? And they're a phenomenal family, great wow. people. Yeah, 100%. When did you meet them? A few months ago. Really? Yeah, yeah, Did you, did you when, search them yeah. out? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I'd been searching them out for a minute, Facebook. They're awesome, they're phenomenal, and they were really cool about like bringing me in, but like, my mom is my mom. I was sitting in a room full of people who looked like me, but I have no idea who they are, mm. right? And we're still gonna be getting to know each other. Um, and so she's like she's the center of my world um, in so many ways, but it's it's just I've really fucked up how socialization can change a familial relationship because she's my family as far as I'm I'm concerned. Blood really means nothing. That whole blood is thicker than water is the most bullshit thing I've ever heard in my life. In many ways, for yeah. me, um, well, for sure. even coming from someone who's like I'm black, so I need to know my blackness. Like, no, that's bullshit. Um, it's it's affection. It's a it's effective relationship, but it was hard. Um, and something that when I took my sociology degree, I started to have the language for that shift because there was a lot of me trying to be myself without grasping one part of myself that was like, this is my heritage, this is my culture, this is my history, and no one else could give that to me, other than my, like that part of myself. So, yeah, that would I, I would say was the challenge. But mm -hmm. the beauty of it was that I had my mom. It was her and I for most of it, and um, we were best friends for a very long time. This is gonna sound terrible, but I'm really glad that it was just her and I, and that my father was not in the mm -hmm. picture for it, because mm -hmm. we both would have been very different women. Mm -hmm. I would not have been a woman that runs with wolves if I had wow. been with my father. Wow. Yeah. No way at all. Neither would my mother. And she is, she leads the pack in many ways. Do you think you chose your family? Always. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, take this shit in. Right? <laughs> so if I had been in the family that I was born into, biologically, the person that I am right now, and these practices that I was doing, that I meant to do, because it's actually in my many lives that I've lived before, as I've been unpeeling, going through my Akashic records, I would have never been able to achieve that. My grandmother, my adoptive mother's mother, was in a very tumultuous relationship with my grandfather. 
and she needed to be free. She took a trip with her daughters to the Bahamas and did not come back for a very long time. Very long time. She lived there. A woman, black woman, in the Bahamas said to my white grandmother, I don't know why yet, but I need to teach you what I know. Wow. And she studied Obia <laughs> under her. The first tarot deck I was ever given was given to me by my grandmother. My adoptive grandmother. She's the only person who in my adoptive family was in the room when I was born. She saw the first curl come out and she was the one who called my mother and said she's black. And she tells me to this day that the reason that she learned that was so that she could teach me. I picked every aspect of my life. Our goal is to come into this life that we are existing in. We pick it so that we can heal the traumas and the pains of our ancestors before us so that we can assist our community as we live in it that day and how we need to see it grow from generation to generation as the prophecies have been given and so that we can heal ourselves as beings continually again and again it's all about ascension and it makes so much sense i know it sounds insane no but it makes no, so much sense. <laughs> i love you yeah <laughs> are you kidding yeah so no 100% and if that's not proof enough like if that's not proof i have no idea what is I have absolutely no idea what it is. Because literally, my grandmother has tried to teach all of her daughters. My Aunt Cindy is the only one who, who picked up on it. And she has never stopped with me. She's never stopped with trying me. I was scared when I was small. But no one picked up on it. And now it's like, it's me. It's me. I'm still here. I'm still here. And I still want to do it. And I'm still intrigued. This like city is full of amazing people. Yeah. Even though you will eventually leave us, <laughs> the city. <laughs> but the city, but that's a part of the city. People kind of come in and out of the city. Yeah, and that's part of it, right? I, I've always known I have to go back to where there's trees, where there's water. I need personally. I have to be around water yes. and trees. Yes, me too. <laughs> um, it just, it, I need that for my own sake because I don't like looking at my window and seeing all glass. You know, it, yeah. it gives me a little bit of anxiety. And I was just like, yeah, what a backyard with a Nile. <laughs> when we're both done for the day, because I work six days a week she works between my two jobs. Her schedule is a lot. I go to bed, um, mm. or I'm trying to practice, or I watch Steven Universe. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, because it that gets me away from like the best fucking cartoon show in the yeah. world. Yeah, I love that. You're like, this must be a cartoon. cartoon? Yeah. yeah, I'm a Steven Universe. Universe. But it's like, Steven it's like a cartoon. One of those cartoons that like it makes you just like. <gasps> oh, oh, it's brilliant! Is it push the envelope a little? It's about yeah, it's gender fluidity. Yeah, queer relationships. Women holding women, power. Yeah, it's a whole and like goddess about yourself because you're all crystals. They're all crystals. All the characters are crystals. But they're oh, all women. Wow. It's all and about when they manifest their form, It's about all women. Steven. 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 <laughs> Steven. We're so excited. Is the, is the child of a male human and, and a crystal, a crystal gem. gem. Wow. So Amethyst. He, I mean, Rose, Rose, Rose is Quartz. Rose Quartz. Oh. So he's the heart he's center. And all of them actually embody a lot of the things that the different crystals, like if you look into them and know them, yeah. da, 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 da. It's really they cool. embody a lot of what those crystals are supposed to help you embody. They carry those personalities. So, they talk about meditation. Yeah. They talk about what relationships are. They talk about abusive relationships. Wow. Like everything. Because the fusion of two crystals is actually a queer partnership. I don't care what anyone says. No, but it is. It is gay sex, and I love it. Like, I love it. Oh. It's like they the dance, dance, and they have to love each other, and you there's usually, like, legs cool. opening, and then, like, they wow. grab each other, and they fuse into a bigger crystal, so, like, 
something like Smoky Quartz, which is like super grand but really grounding and super strong. Nothing unfazes yeah, cool. you. It can help you carry yourself through the world with no, um, no fear of who you are. You're centered and therefore nothing challenges you. And that's who the character of that one is. Um, but in order for them to stay fused, they have to be communicating. They have to be flowing energetically in yeah, a positive way. They have I love vibrations up to wow. This shit is okay. so fucking real. Yeah. Is it meant for adults? No, it's also that's show. amazing. That's why I love this it. is on TV? Yeah, Cartoon <laughs> Network. Wow. Yeah. I know, right? Go check an episode. But what like I think is interesting about Steven is that he's a little boy. He's, he's the only, only man, really like little, little boy. boy character that's like like, you know, other than his dad really. But not only is he a little boy, he's super sensitive and he has he's full of all these emotions. He flips the whole he, idea of, of what, what being a man or like boy what is. A, yeah, and that's what that's and what it's I amazing. think is really cool. <laughs> it's about so it. awesome. It, it's like also it's like it shows you that it's okay. Like you can you can like you can cry. So I feel like boys are just like told like from a young age that there's certain things you can't do, yeah. like cry or show emotions and that, that, that. They me, have a whole episode about moving through the pain so that wow. you can get to the other side. It's literally, wow. the whole thing is him telling Connie, it's okay that something bad happened. Don't push it away. We need to move through it. Move through it because if you don't move through it, then we, we can't fuse as... Yeah. Stefani, we have we can't be who we need to be, and so she has to cry and talk about it and get over it. And then he has something happen, and he's like, "I'm trying to hide it. No, don't hide it. We need to feel it and move through it so we can get to the other <laughs> wow. end." Wow. Yeah. Do you think it's the intention of the the cartoonist? I totally think Rebecca Sugar means that. Well, she is a writer or was a writer on Adventure Time, um, and then started this new series. And it and it, like, simple shit like this, like you know, it pushes the envelope because at almost every convention she does, in every conversation, some says, "So why haven't you made a male gem yet?" Okay, we want a male gem, and she smiles at them and goes completely over the question because <laughs> the fact, like, it's so, um, like that to me is evident enough of the fact that it is having people like reconsider the fact that almost everything, especially in children's worlds, is centered around the little boy, the little boy's experience, and then how's the little girl gonna get the little boy's attention? Mm. Almost every single kid's show is about that. This one has nothing to do with boys, nothing to do with their penises, nothing to do with whether they're fighting or battling or anything, it's about inner battle, it's yeah, about inner it's struggle, about and about you being a person. Yeah. Like when when Connie and Steven fuse, they're Stefani, and someone like, asks, what are you? Like, yeah. <laughs> they're flowing, they're yeah. tall, they're tall, grand, like, but and someone asks, who are you, and what's her response? I am an experience. Yeah. You have that tattooed on <laughs> the yeah. side of your thigh, and I love that. That's my favorite tattoo of yours. Here, I'll show you. I don't mind. I'll pull my pants down. Snip box for clean. Yeah. It says girl, cross it out. It says boy, cross it out. Nice. It says an experience. Yeah. That's beautiful. You have all sorts of stories on you, don't you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you showed us your tattoo when you were working behind your arm. Oh what yeah, the... they eat me. <laughs> <laughs> I the love it. It's the universal pussy. Should we get a picture of that? You want a picture of that? <laughs> sure. I love it. My mom hates this one. <laughs> it's so funny. She's like, that one's disgusting. <laughs> she likes my alien though. Yo, I actually got approval on one. This one she likes. Oh, yeah. cool. This one, she's like, that's kind of cute. I like a come in peace. The joke is, too, she did this one on me, and then she goes, oh, the alien's so cute. Crosses her leg and tattoos it on herself. So I noticed, you, do you not shave? 
she no, does. I haven't started since I started dating her. Actually, it's <laughs> because I, I actually see, realize oh I don't really want to. Yeah, I used to tell myself, I was like, it makes me feel better about me. No, it was for the <laughs> people that I was dating because yeah. um, they were freaked out by hair or somehow meant that implied um, a lack of cleanliness. And um, and I don't like and I, it. It doesn't. Um, and so now I'm just like, actually, I don't care to shave so I'm not going to and um, she when she wants to yeah like, sometimes she I still do like yeah do um every now and again but yeah I just I'm not I'm not worried about it anymore because it's a lot of work like and especially for me with thick dark curly hair it's a lot of physical work like you I spend it takes me an hour <laughs> why am I gonna put that effort in for what you know and besides, you like hair, actually. Yeah. When my mustache starts growing in, you get amped. You fucking love that shit. You know what you do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care because I know I don't want anybody telling me that I gotta shave. Right. So I'm like, to yeah. you. Yeah. Like, I'm doing me. I sometimes I shave, sometimes I don't. It all depends on the time of the day, the, mm -hmm. just how I feel on that mm -hmm. day. I love the reaction of people too. Yeah. Like, especially yeah. on the subway. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. you go in the cell window and you just put your arm up to hold the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you see look? All the people yeah. like, <laughs> that, that could be like a little, like a film. What yeah. happens when that, when you go Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a short film in and of itself. Yeah. It's so fucking Like hard. everybody's that's like, people always do get shocked by my legs though. It's like, the armpits yeah, are okay, you get it way but my legs, well, because like I'm really hairy. Like I'm actually really a hairy person. I remember I had someone tell me um, when I was like 13, I broke up with them in the, that second. <laughs> I was like, why are your arms so hairy? And I was like, I don't know, because they are. Um, I was like, I don't know my genealogy. Like, what the fuck do you want to do? Exactly. Like, I, like, I don't know, because they are. And he goes, um, you should shave it. And I was like, you should not date me anymore. I think that'd be a good idea. <laughs> I'm not going through all of that work. I did it once. It took forever. If I have this much hair on my body, and I'm really that hairy, why am I trying to fight that so hard if it's not for me? Mm -hmm. If it's mm -hmm. not for me, why am I trying to fight that so hard? And I could pretend like it was for me. I was lying to myself the whole fucking time. I need kombucha so bad. I'm mm -hmm. really just excited to drink at work today. Maybe we'll swing by and get one.